0: Circle Podcast, with Julie, Glenn, and Phil, exploring and expanding the consciousness, learning from each other. discuss and explore our journeys of spiritual development. You are now tuned in to The Full Circle Frequency. Welcome to The Full Circle Podcast.
1: Yes, welcome.
0: Hello. Welcome Julie. Hello Glenn.
2: Hello Phil. Hi, Phil.
0: Hello Julie. Today's, this episode, fourth episode yeah um ties in nicely really with our last episode of healing because we were talking previously about uh meditation we were and so this episode uh is about meditation really and um a small meditation demonstration as well yes so i hope you're ready for that i hope you're nice and relaxed and ready
2: Looking forward to it. Mm, Good. Very
0: good. Good. So meditation then. What would you say, uh, Glenn, what would you say meditation is for you? How do you use that in your daily life?
2: For me, um, I use it um, every day, really. Um, What I do is I use meditation. Well, first of all, I set an affirmation and an intention as well. I say a prayer and then I go into meditation. And meditation for me, it allows me to, to hear the answers. It allows me to attune to my higher self and to connect with my guides and helpers. It also allows me to have that, um, that sacred space, that union with the heart there. And um, it just puts me in that right frame of mind and that right perspective to work with spirit and honour them um, before I start to do that with this sacred space.
0: Mm. So you were saying it brings you brings you in. So it all, it's it's like it brings you into a place of wholeness, then where all those different aspects of yourself come together for that period of time.
2: Definitely, um, you kind of cut in. Um, the monkey mind as many people will be familiar with that term yeah when you first yeah when you first start meditating you know that is kind of overwhelming but over a course of time you learn to switch that off and just let it be you know just be at one
1: yeah just go with the flow because you go yeah. somewhere else yes. with your yeah the meditations whether they're guided meditations breathing pranayama meditations. You know, each one is different. Some people need guided meditations to help the monkey mind to focus. Some people can concentrate on the breathing and clear their mind that way.
0: Definitely. Do you do you uh, go with, take, take yourself through meditations, Julie, or do you, like a mixture of guided, yeah. and, uh, guided, guided. and... Guided and
1: unguided meditations, uh, because I'm a yoga instructor, so we studied quite a lot with the um, philosophy of meditation... And being able to become one-pointed and having a clear mind so that if your mind is clear, you can make decisions, you can channel your energy, you can live your daily life from a, a better place. Yeah. You can also use meditations, that not just sort of lying down. Um, you can sit in the lotus position or half lotus where your back's nice and straight there so that the energy is able to flow from the base of the spine upwards through your chakras and out through the crown there to the upper chakras. Yeah. Um, you when
0: know. you're working with different clients with for yoga, yeah, do, do you find that you have to adjust uh, a meditation to suit those different? Because everybody's going to be at different levels, aren't they? Do you find that you have to adjust a meditation to to suit everybody?
1: Yeah, when I was doing the the bigger classes, when we were able to do the bigger classes, I would start off with a guided meditation to take them to a place where they could relax. And then I would have a period of silence where they are able just to be, you know, alone in silence with their own mind, actually, because you clear your mind, you don't lose your mind, you clear it. And through the clarity, you bring in manifestations from meditation or self-development, or you find the answers that you've been looking for. They've been there all the time. Yeah. So, I, yes, I do. And I do tend to do that intuitive, like, by, I used to look around the room and sense whether people were actually relaxed, whether they were restless, and I would change the meditation to suit the mood, actually, and the vibes mm. that I got from that day.
0: Yeah. So meditations, actually, um, that I do i try and use different frequencies so different sound frequencies yeah if i'm not if um i do like a guided meditation but sometimes that's not enough um or so do you i tend use... to use just sound frequency so if i'm if i want to connect with my that my guides or my or higher beings or angelics then i'll use a frequency to suit that and to work with my higher chakras ah for different things.
1: Is so, that through music or the sound yeah, instruments?
0: Yeah. Uh through music and yeah. very often on YouTube you can if just search YouTube you can find what you want. You can. Just on YouTube really. Absolutely. So just put those keywords in. Yeah. Um and it will find whatever you want. So there's so different phil sorry. I sorry. was I
2: was going to ask you how you use meditation in your work. I
0: use meditation before I work with any clients um, for therapy for uh, healing. So I use meditation to ground myself, to clear different energies. If I've picked up on, if I've picked things up throughout the day, because yeah. you do, if you're yeah. out and about, yeah. you'll naturally just pick things up from different people. So meditation to release that, just clearing different things. Um, so meditation before I do any spiritual work, before I work with my guides, I'll meditate as well. It's um, a cleansing
1: practice then, isn't yeah, it? Definitely. Yeah, definitely.
0: And any spiritual work that I'm doing on myself as well, so any shadow work that I'm doing, um, meditation for
2: that as well. So, Do you find as well that you have to do it at a certain time of day? Um, it's always better to meditate first thing
0: in the morning. Mm. Um and actually, probably the best time to meditate is around three o'clock in the morning. It is actually. Oh, right. Yeah. I'm, I'm asleep. Early rising. <laughs> <laughs> i snoozing at that time. Yeah. So if you ever wake up at three o'clock in the morning, Glenn, yeah. it's the state of. It's, that it's your brain waves, brainwaves as well. waves at that time yeah. in the morning are in between sleep and awake. And that's yeah. the best time to meditate. It's the best time to do yoga as well and, and things yeah. like that. I do work. meditate at night, but I wouldn't recommend. If that's the only time that you have, then yes, meditate at night. But you've always got that danger of just falling to sleep.
1: Or it can energize you um, further, as it tends to do with me, if I meditate in the evening. So I think it depends on the energetic
2: level of the person as well. I mean, there's various forms of meditation, isn't there? I mean, uh, a lot of people are intimidated by the very word of it. You know, they can't silence their mind. They can't. Yeah. keep still. But in actual fact, um, if you're doing some random chores around the house, such as like ironing or you're washing the dishes, if you still wash the dishes by hand, <laughs> then, you know, your mind drifts off slightly, doesn't it? And it goes into this sort of meditative state. Yeah. And you go into this autopilot with whatever it is that you're doing and just go with that. You know, it's, it's surprising how, you go into meditation without realizing it. It's, it's like daydreaming, isn't it? Mm, yeah,
0: daydreaming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That when you were talking about ironing, Glenn, that's quite it's quite a mindful activity because you're not really thinking about well, I suppose you do think about different things, but if you're just concentrating solely on ironing, mm. then it opens you up. It's it allows you to yeah. be aware of energies around and things like that. Even brushing your teeth can be quite a mindful activity Mm. if that's all you're thinking. If you're just thinking about brushing the teeth.
1: Well, you're 100% in the present moment as you're doing that, cleaning your teeth or going for a walk, even a walking meditation. You're in the moment there. So that's quite powerful.
0: Yeah. Um, Some people do um, meditative dance, don't they? Yes. Well. So there's a lot of different variants of what meditation is, I suppose.
1: Yes, you can also meditate in a posture. So if you are practicing a yoga posture, uh, you don't, as I said before, don't need to be lying down or sat in a lotus position. If you're in a seated forward bend, you relax into the posture and you blend yourself with that state of consciousness in the posture. And you could do a meditation from that position as well that's it uh, takes quite a bit of practice to get to that state but yes, practice yeah. does make perfect
2: yeah i've also found as well with meditation you know sometimes with, with being sensitive, so i'm sure you'll all agree to this um, you don't get a lot of sleep and so you feel absolutely exhausted some days and the moment you have a meditation and i must clarify this you're not catnapping you're not going to sleep mm but you're just um, honouring the breath there, aren't you, in that sacred space. I've found personally that you get your energy back that you've missed out on in your sleep. You you do get it back whilst you're in meditation. Mm.
1: You do, and they do say that actually, say you did an hour of meditation, it's actually far better for you than eight hours of sleep. It's quite correct,
0: yeah.
2: Don't tell bosses that, will they? They'll have, <laughs> <Yeah, yeah. laughs> we'll have to be quiet with that one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what about spiritual journeys, Glenn? While you've been meditating, have you had any out-of-body? Exp- really, anything that you really want to share with us about experiences
2: mm. during meditation? Um, anything come to, to mind? To be honest, I don't remember a lot of them. I mean, what I have to do if something is really striking and vivid. I'll have to, like, take notes uh, with a pen and paper or maybe do a, a voicemail or something in my in my phone or voice message, whatever. Um, but I do get this sensation regularly. Um, sometimes I'll, I'll be sitting there and I'll feel, like, facial hair c- coming onto mine, if you know what I mean. Um, I've, I've got a clean-shaven head as well. I'll feel hair coming on me. And sometimes I even feel as if I'm taking... Like my spirit is taking a back seat and my body's the front driver, if that makes sense. So I Mm. I can feel like I'm going backwards. Um, And I do experience that quite a lot, actually. Um, Going back in time, do you mean? No, I mean uh, like your spirit is kind of leaving your body and it's going behind your physical body. So I feel as though I'm kind of sat outside outside of myself. Actually, that's yeah, like an out-of-body quite, body experience. Yeah, quite
0: common for when, when actually, when you are um, healing, when you are um, giving Reiki, when you're working with a client, you actually do step out of your step out behind your physical body. Oh. So your etheric body steps out behind, and that allows your guides to come in and support you in between. So yeah. your guides will come in in between your etheric and your physical yeah. body.
1: As your support. And support
2: you're... and support that healing.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: What about you, yes. Phil? Have you had any um memorable experiences during meditation? Um one that comes
0: one that comes to mind was uh just the other week actually I was talking to you about it, Julie, with the Atlantean. You were um and energy that came yeah that was quite profound um i've worked with in meditation a lot of new guides come through in meditation actually as well Mm. um i think that was an atlantean guide that came through um but i've worked with pleiadian energies in meditation and things like that as well so a lot of star people whatever we whatever we're gonna what do we call them um Higher beings, higher enlightened beings, Hebs, let's call them Hebs. Um, Definitely. So, working a lot with um, uh, different beings as well. Um, A lot of healing, really, through meditation for me. Yeah. That's Um, good. A lot of soul journey work, a lot of working with my child self, with my teenage self, my. 20 year old self as well so look at going back going back to different aspects and working on um i'm gonna say childhood trauma i was it was never i was never a, i was it was, a, it was experiences a isn't it really it was wrong. a happy home yeah. i would say trauma is conditioning that we have yeah, um, It can be anything like that, can't it, really? So working through, in meditation, working through that conditioning. Well, I um, think we're all conditioned to a certain yeah.
1: degree, and it's about unlearning uh, what you've been conditioned to. Yeah. And if that doesn't resonate with you, then you were never meant to be conditioned that way. Some people may be happy to be that way, but yes, yeah, breaking the mold, isn't it, really? yeah. Is the
2: Any tips you could share on that, Phil? You know, for our listeners, if they... Uh, would like to heal part of their past Mm. through meditation.
0: Do you know, actually, one of the best meditations that I've... uh, Because I do guide people through meditation. And actually, one of the best ones that I did was... um, It was actually... Can you remember the original Charlie and the Chocolate Factory? Because we were using... We were working with... um, our child self. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we used the glass elevator. Oh, yeah. And we yeah. allowed the glass elevator to take us back in time. Okay. Um, so we used that as the, the the mode of transportation to take us back to a specific memory of where that child the self child, would uh, be at that point. Good
2: technique.
0: Um, and then obviously communicating with the child self, allowing the child self to come to us so don't rush straight in. Um, allowing the child self to come to us and get to know us um, as adults as well and working with Mm -hmm. that child self that way. And then um, thanking them, um, giving love, um, offering that um, peace and then ending that communication, getting back in the elevator and then allowing that to bring us back. Um, One... Usual place that I go to is uh, a, a room. I have a, a room in particular that I go to. Yeah. Um, if I do a guided meditation around that, we go up a, st- a ten-step staircase, and then the room is at the top of the stairs. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's amazing what people tell you after when we're discussing those meditations—the mm-hmm. the 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 couch that somebody might have, or the door frame of the door that people have so everybody has a different experience of that same meditation absolutely Um, and in that room we'll meet guides we'll we'll meet our guides in that room yeah um and different things like that so
2: nice well actually that leads us quite seamlessly into the next segment um because you're going to demonstrate a meditation for us aren't you and you're going to um, take us through one on this podcast so can you tell us a bit About that before you you take us into that. So
0: what I'm going to do is take you through uh, breathing. But what I'm going to get you to do is actually breathe through the feet chakras. So we're going to ground at the same time. And what I'm going to use after that, Mm -hmm. after that relaxation, um, I'm going to use one of my friend's poems, actually. And this is based around Qigong. The Qigong Mm -hmm. poses um, and working with the elements of wood water, earth, air, metal and fire. So we're going to invite those elements in and become those elements as well. It's so, very
1: up to because isn't it the Chinese New Year?
0: Yes. Year oh, of whatever. the Ox.
1: I'm sure it's today. Year
0: of the Ox it is, yeah.
1: yeah. It is. And so. they worked with all the elements who are very important.
0: I suppose in the previous podcast, in the previous episode, we could have talked about elemental uh, healing Actually, Which couldn't we? We could. Yeah. Never mind. We can, we can bring show. that in lately. Another <laughs> show. So, I'm going to start the meditation. So, if, okay. you want to just, yeah. if
2: you want to join in. Of course. Looking forward to this one. <clears throat> so, uh, before we go in, can you describe uh, to the listeners what sort of positioning they need to be in and what physically... Uh, before yeah. they go into the meditation. What I'm
0: going to do, Glenn, is yeah. talk you through that positioning as though I'm I'm just going to guide you through that meditation from the start. Fantastic. Ask you to... Um, so let's start, actually. Yeah. Okay. With, we start with our feet flat on the floor. And what we're going to do, because we are going to be working with earth energies and the elements we're going to have palms face down on our laps because we're bringing energy up. And we're going to take a deep breath in through the nose. Filling the diaphragm, filling that stomach. And then a deep breath out through the mouth. Expelling that air, pushing out every drop of stale air. And again, breathing in through the nose. And releasing that breath. we feel our eyes have become, our eyelids have become heavy now and relaxed. Another deep breath in through the nose, filling the stomach and breathing in that cool, fresh air. Releasing that breath through the mouth. And we allow that breath now to find its own natural rhythm. And we, on the in-breath we feel the coolness of the breath. And as we release, we are aware of the warmth of the breath. We feel our body becoming heavy in the seat. As the body relaxes now. We take our attention to the feet. And to the feet chakras. The soles of the feet. And on the in breath. We visualize. The breath also coming in through the feet. Into the legs. And on the out breath. We visualize the breath leaving the feet into the earth, allowing any negative energies to be transmuted into positive energy. We breathe in and out, in and out through the feet. Visualizing that breath, in and out. Grounding with the earth, connecting with mother nature. Allowing our energies to reach down, connecting with crystal grids and the crystal matrix around the earth. Just staying aware of that breath in and out. And we now begin to bring in those elements. We call in the element of water. Water is gentle. It is free flowing. The great power of water moves mountains. Water calms the soul. And we allow that water to wash away any energies that are no longer needed Visualize that water washing through the aura. Washing through the body. We call in the energy and element of wood. We become strong and resilient as wood. We bend, but do not break easily. Our roots are connected. Our roots are connected to all. We call in the element of earth, our feet are connected daily, earth's rich aromas ground us, earth holds her children. We call in the element of air. Air holds all and empowers. Through air's gentle grace we glide. Life's eternal breath. And we are aware of the air entering the nose. And we breathe that air out, that cleansing air. We call in the element of metal. We are sharp, always cutting, direct. We have clear direction. We are straight and strong. Metal mirrors truth. We call in the energy and the element of fire. We have drive. We have motivation. We have fight. We are both anger and love. We are passion. Fire is the spark of life. Feel that fire burn through our energies Empowering And removing any last pockets of energies that no longer serve us. And just for the last minute, the last moments, we return to the breath. Visualizing the breath. In through the nose and out through the mouth. And at the same time, in and out of the feet, we breathe through the feet. We call in all aspects of ourself. We call in our body into the heart space We call in our mind into the heart space And we call in our soul into the heart space We slowly bring our awareness back to the room. We feel the life return to our hands and our feet, our fingers and toes. We are aware of the sounds of the room. And in our own time, we return to this space.
2: Wow. I've got to say there, Phil, that was absolutely incredible. Did you nod off, Glenn, there? I didn't nod off, but (laughs) um, I went somewhere else. Oh, good. (laughs) And would you like to share anything around that, Glenn? Well, there's several images that I did see really clear, and this is going to sound absolutely crazy, but I saw myself as um, an unborn baby, but in the womb. Right, okay. That makes sense. yeah. I was also. I knew it was me, you know. I just felt it was me as well, and I could see a huge blue eye. I'm talking like the size of a room, a living room, just coming right in front of me. Um, that was quite vivid, and I think this was towards the end of the meditation, and then I saw like a reddish mist that I interpreted to be my higher self coming in to my heart space okay wow. and it felt beautiful i've got to say i just i feel really chilled out and spaced out at the same time now <laughs> so thank you very much for that phil that Don't was a wonderful welcome. journey
0: what would you say the eye was glenn it sounds a little bit like the all-seeing All eye. eye yeah i'd yeah. got a picture of it in my mind then when you said that i was seeing uh a peacock feather as well
1: yes yeah, with the eye all
2: yeah. oh, that would tally uh yeah. with the color of blue there as well because yeah yeah, yeah i'll do yeah. a bit of research on that and, and i an suppose
0: seeing to... yourself in the womb that could represent rebirth uh reworking we're obviously still in retrograde at yeah the minute, which is going back so the cycle reworking things redoing things birthing new ideas
2: oh that's wonderful Brilliant. I like that. Thank you for that, Phil. Incredible. How did you find that, Julie?
1: Well, I'm vibrating very nicely and (laughs) it tends to power me up, to be fair. Um, I was aware of uh, the energy of my feet connected to the earth and the colours of blue and green. My third eye was pulsating all the way through that. I I just felt my body was just vibrating, really. Um, So it's uh, charged me up nicely there.
0: Choice draw ready for bed. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> thank you for that. Very <laughs> <Sorry> much. <laughs> and I must, uh, I must thank Cathy for the poem. Cause it was Cathy that sent me those words. Oh the beautiful that. as well. So yes. Yeah. Lovely. Uh,
1: was that the, the elements, was it? Yes,
0: yeah. Yes. So Cathy right. channelled those um words actually for the elements. So was nice, very powerful.
1: Yeah. It really good, I enjoyed that. Mm,
0: good, thank you. So, I don't really feel like doing anything now we've done that. <laughs> we chilled. Uh, <laughs> the chair, really the, chair. There, <laughs> <well>? <laughs> the chair's just woke up. <laughs> I just pop that back in, I thought I was going back then. I've
2: got to ask you, Phil, you know, whilst you was doing that, um, how do you feel? when you're presenting yeah. a meditation in that way, because it, it takes some um, resolve in a way, you know, you're having to bring the tone of the voice there and you're having to keep that level of concentration going on the words without actually going into a meditation yourself. Actually, so. do you
0: know what? It's, I find it easier. Uh, not when I'm, when I'm, when I was, because I read those elements out. Mm. Yeah. So I'd got my eyes open for that. But for a lot yeah. of meditations, I tend, to, the guided meditations that I do, that I channel, I actually do get to do the meditation myself. Fantastic. <laughs> yeah. So I I also now feel that I've had a really nice meditation, even yeah. though I'd um, bought myself out of it slightly, but staying in that space That's to read yeah, those wonderful. words, but I was still able to. You've had the
1: benefits from the meditation. Wow, that is good.
0: So I'm kind of talking, I'm kind of, guiding people and what i'm actually doing myself yeah really a lot of the meditations that i do a lot of the uh, angelic meditations that i do um the crystal meditations that i do a lot of the meditations are guided as well so i channel those meditations yeah. um, so i'm always working with my guides and with spirit during the meditation
2: so, in the spaces there in between the words, were you getting any symbols or signs shown to you? Yeah, I
0: was getting a lot of colours there. So, I was working yeah. mm-hmm. on, uh, I guess, I'm, I was working on my own chakras at the same time then, um, and working on grounding as well. So, I was sending out my own roots down yeah. into the earth and connecting yeah. to different crystals as well, connecting to that crystal matrix. Yeah, that
1: was a I was aware of the heart chakra as well at one point. So, that was really strong. I did talk about chakras in the last episode. and. I- Got a bit carried away. It's seventy two thousand nadis and one hundred and fourteen chakras there. Right. Okay. So uh, can you
0: explain I'd... the difference there, Julie? Do you know,
1: well, it's to do with the energy and through yoga they have a, a system where you've got uh, a Kundalini energy, which is the same as maybe um, Tai Chi, uh, any other type of energy that you want to call it. And there's two elements and two sides to the energy. You've got a male and a female. Um, energy, so you've got your light and your dark and your duality, and so you're working on the Nardis, which are connected to your meridians, which are all very sensitive points there, that are all affected by energy, through meditation and intention, so there's thousands and thousands of energy points there, and nervous responses.
2: Yeah, it's like a circuit board, I mean, I'm just picturing that in my mind, while she was describing it. Yeah. I suppose it is like a circuit board, really, isn't it?
1: Yeah, and you're connecting it all together and making sure everything's flowing, so that the um, the energy's flowing thre- freely through your spine from the Kundalini point of view. So it's rising upwards and intertwining from the male and the female side there.
0: And I suppose it's almost like we're talking about the keeping uh, keeping that circuit open. That's why you would sit with um, the the tongue. In the roof of the mouth. That's correct. Yeah. To support that circuit. Yeah. And is it the fingers as well? With the, You've got with mudras. The fingers, the um, position.
1: That's right. To uh, to generate energy and focus and flow. And there's different postures that are called bound postures, where you're keeping the energy contained within your body while you're working in your posture work. It's not.
0: I've not been. How I got you to put uh, have your palms face down. I've not been doing that for, oh, oh, I've, I've only just recently started doing that myself, mm. actually. Um, I was reading about how if you are bringing energies up, then you will sit palm down. If you're working with higher energies, then you would be palm up.
1: Yeah, and that's slightly different mm. with the mudras. If the mudras is your thumb and your first finger, you would have it pointing up to raise your energy and you'd oh, point right. it down to ground yourself. So it's just a different technique there mm. as well.
2: Am I right in thinking, um, you know, with mentioning all these connections and that we are all one, we're all connected. Yeah. Is this connected to sacred geome- geometry, if I can get the words out <laughs> as well?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's all symbolism and patterns, um, and the build-up of atoms and molecules, which everything is made up of. So, yes. Yeah. It's all That's
0: interconnected. Amazing. Meditation <coughs> inside a sacred, sacred geometry crystal grid yeah. is fantastic. Absolutely. And I suppose as well, if you were to sit in one of the... Pyramids. The, the pyramids. Oh, yeah. Wonderful. The energies in those for meditation are fantastic.
1: They are. You can charge water in there as well, and your
2: crystals. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Um, so, also with meditation, um, we've mentioned various avenues of it, such as um, you can do it whilst you're doing the dishes, doing the ironing. Yeah. Um, when I've I've done yoga myself um, many years ago, and like I mentioned, I think it was on the first episode. I'm, I'm very like the Tin Man <laughs> in that respect.
1: Yeah.
2: But I found that yoga it was like all wrapped up in one so there was no need to have a meditation because she was doing it while she was doing the poses and you felt relaxed in your mind body and spirit all in one hit
1: absolutely yeah because the the sensations and feelings you get from certain posture work as it getting cleansed and purified with some of the poses work the internal organs so you get a fresh blood supply to the organ which gives you that sense of well-being which then will relax the mind so then you get to a point where you are just in the posture and you merge with the posture. Actually, you're not actually thinking of anything. You're just clear and, like you say, you're relaxed. So you would do your posture work and your warm-ups and your limber opposite, uh, as they call them, and yeah. then you would do a balanced program of forward bends, backward bends, side stretches, twists, uh, a balanced posture and an inverted posture. There's a balanced practice there, which is what I always teach in my classes. Um, some teachers choose to do a themed class, but I always like to do a well-rounded practice so you feel that all of your body has had a good stretch, really, so that you feel lighter. And then when you do lie down or you sit in a meditative uh, position, yeah, you, you're already calmed down and in the zone then to meditate or to relax. So, yeah, it's, it's quite amazing the the yeah. results you know that I found through yoga and
0: meditation. I feel that one of the next episodes is going to be yoga. <laughs> okay. I feel yeah. it coming. I feel it in my bones, Julie. <laughs>
2: okay. <laughs> Ouch! I can hear them <laughs> cracking from here. <laughs> <Can you? laughs> yeah. Glenn, just let yeah. me
0: have your oil can for okay. me, please. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, I can do some stretches, um, some neck stretches. I can talk uh, people uh, through basic posture work from a, a seated position. If, uh, yes,
0: because you do have seated yoga, don't you, as You well, do, indeed. Yeah.
1: I do a session once a week uh, with a partially sighted group, so they rely on hearing my voice and not seeing me, and it goes really well.
2: I think that would be beneficial to a lot of people, really, because now in today, we a lot of people use technology, computers, and we're all sat at, um, at a desks there in the office chairs. And I'm sure we all notice at the top of our spine there where it connects to our neck. Every now and again, we're having to straighten ourselves up, our aren't yeah. we? Straighten Damn. the shoulders back. So I, I feel that that would be an amazing episode, actually. Yeah, so we could
1: do some neck stretches. We can do some shoulder rolls. Mm. We can do some chest expansion. We can work with the lower back or from a seated position that anyone could join in with, uh, you know, just to make sure they're safe and secure in their chair or on their sofa. So That would be quite nice yeah. for next time. Mm,
0: no problem. I'll uh, yeah. think of some questions to ask you. Okay. Because <laughs> obviously I'm not, to be honest, yoga is not my... Field. I'm not an expert in yoga. It doesn't matter,
1: so, you know, yeah. if the interest is there and people take what they need from, from yoga or from meditation. So you don't need to know everything about it. You just need to enjoy what you're doing yeah, yeah. and be aware of the benefits yeah. to your health and your well-being yeah. and very good for your mental health as well, Yes. which yes. is really important at the moment.
2: Definitely. And, um, you know, is there any meditations that you can recommend, Phil? online or anything that the listeners can maybe tune into that will help with their mental health issues you know during this time of anxiety mm-hmm. Do you know there most are of the
0: world loads and loads of meditations online um on youtube yeah for anxiety depression yeah. stress releasing anger releasing negative emotions there's hundreds there's thousands of different meditations find somebody that you can actually sit and listen to. Because sometimes you can listen to somebody do a meditation and you just don't resonate with that person that's doing that meditation. Exactly. So find somebody um, on YouTube that very often you'll find somebody that has a string of different meditations um, if they're a regular YouTube um, streamer. Mm -hmm. Um, So subscribe to somebody that you like and know. Um, and go through their meditations, but there's thousands of different meditations. I like the ones that have um, binaural beats I was as well. About to ask you that—that that yeah. was my next question. And <laughs> and so those frequencies, those Absolutely. those yeah. um, solfeggio frequencies. That's, that's correct. Yeah. Yes. So yeah. I can't, I quite like to use those those frequencies with the chakras as well. Yeah, the toning. Yes. Yeah. The solfeggio frequencies were originally used in in very early church music. Yeah. They? Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So a lot of the chants, a lot of the old chants, the Tibetan chants, the well, I might be wrong there, saying Tibetan chants, but the 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 chants with the monks and things, they very often used the solfeggio frequencies. And there's seven, is the seven frequencies, Julie?
1: Well, there's seven Actually. major chakras. Yes. So you've got your frequency, your, your C is your root, your D is your sacral chakra, your E is your solar plexus, your F is the, the heart, heart chakra. So anything in the key of F resonates with the heart. Yes. Your G is your throat, your A is your third eye, B is your crown, and then your top C is above in the higher chakras.
0: Yeah, yeah. And people will find different sounds that they resonate with. Some people like to f- listen to forest sounds or mm, rain yeah. sounds. Very and, relaxing. Um, Birdsong or anything like that, really. Or the sea. Yeah.
1: Water's quite a popular thing, isn't I, it, with meditation? I'm, yeah,
0: definitely. If I'm doing guided meditations, and if I have an idea of what type of meditation that's going to be, so if I'm doing a forest meditation or a stone circle meditation i will find sounds to match what i'm going to do so people can visualize and hear and to at them. the same time to, re- to relate to that meditation
1: yeah
2: there was um a few meditations i did a few years ago and i do revisit them every now and again and i'm going to mention it because uh, they were brilliant and it was by a man called um dr wayne dyer who is no longer oh with i've us, heard of him unfortunately him. Yeah. but um, yeah these meditations that he did um you had to do some toning and some mantras so you one of them was the arm meditation so yeah. along with him you would join in doing the arm and then you do the ah the arm meditation as well and then you do the shalom and things of that nature and you were working on um, your manifesting um and clearing as well and also you know tuning to the the word of god as well and the and the name of peace yeah, and shanty. i found those amazing and afterwards i mean you you sat there in a in a comfortable seat you've got your eyes closed you're doing the deep breathing you're breathing right through the diaphragm there but with actually physically getting involved with the tone in there, it just Mm. lifts your vibration to this next level. And you come away from that still buzzing, you know, your body is still buzzing from it. So every now and again, I do like to visit those meditations.
0: Yeah. There's another one, affirmation meditation, that I quite liked. And um, I think it was by somebody called Aaron Aaron Doherty, I think. He's an American YouTuber. Um, spiritual <coughs> youtuber and that was an i am meditation yeah. oh, and it wow. was just repeating the words i am i am uh slowly but just repeating and that's all that affirmation was yeah but a really
2: powerful meditation to do
0: yeah and of course the two most powerful
2: words to i use. am yeah it's yeah. what you put after it that's what you birth isn't it that's yeah. what you create into reality
1: And getting into a regular routine of doing whichever meditation works for you as well, then it builds up that power within what you're creating or manifesting, isn't it, in your life and raising your vibration.
2: I was going to ask as well, do you find, um, because I know I use a certain meditation um, that I use before going to work, you know, being a medium, but every now and again I have to switch it round. Because I find it no longer resonates with me anymore and I have to go and search for another one. Mm. Do you think that's because your vibration's changing?
0: Do you think that's because you're resonating at a different level?
2: Possibly. Mm. I've, ne- I've never
0: really looked at it like that. I just... or, or maybe it's just yeah. how you're feeling in, 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 on that day.
2: That's true, yeah. So you, you kind of soul knows what medicine you need, yeah, you know, in terms yeah. of uh, meditation. Physician, heal yeah. thyself. Yes.
1: Mind over matter. Yeah. With your meditation as well.
2: Yes. Yeah.
1: Getting in control yeah. of the monkey mind.
2: Yeah, let's talk about the monkey mind because everybody that's never experienced meditation will think we're talking gobbledygook, won't yeah. they? Yeah. Yeah, um, but how do you deal with that? How do you deal with monkey mind, Glenn? I would say is to take your to take your mind off of that mind chatter. I always focus on the chest area and the breathing. And one technique that I use is I, I count. I count the breaths. So I'll, I'll take a deep breath in through my nose. I'll count to five in my head, and then I'll hold it in my lungs for for five. Retaining the breath. And then I'll breathe it out for five. And whilst I'm concentrating on the number five each time, it's taking these external thoughts or you know subconscious thoughts like, oh I need to wash the dishes. Oh I've got to take the bin out. You know, because you just you just get these random thoughts from nowhere, don't you? Whilst you're beginning to do it. Yeah. And it just takes that energy away and puts your focus on the breath. And then before you know it, you've you've gone deeper. Yeah.
0: I think sometimes, though, those trying to trying not to have those thoughts is a thought in itself, which takes it you does. away from yeah. meditation. Yeah. So sometimes it's about allowing those thoughts to come in, but then just allowing them to go.
1: Well, when people ask me what do I think of, I I don't think of anything. I know it sounds bizarre. Yeah. But my mind is blank. But I can bring things into my mind. It's really mm. strange to explain. But I've literally have no thoughts in my mind.
0: Yeah. Some people some people remove monkey mind by when those thoughts come in, see visualising a chalkboard in front of them mm. and rubbing Clearing that, it. Rubbing Ooh, that that's away. That's a good technique. I yeah. like that as well. Just or rubbing this, it away. Watching it hurt. like
1: a video as well could be another technique for people. Yes, yeah. To the thoughts are there and watching them drift that out of chatter. the mind. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot
0: of different techniques really, isn't there? Yeah. But
1: I do think mine's with doing yoga for such a long time, it's somehow has cleared my mind without me realising it's cleared. Yeah. If that makes sense.
0: What about distractions in the environment? Do you find that yeah, you're better if you have headphones on or What
1: for meditation? Yeah. Um not not really. I once I decide to go into it, I'm I'm just just gone really. Um I can be distracted if I want to be, so that's about being a bit mischievous there. So if I feel like I don't want to, <laughs> to if I'm not in the mood or the vibe isn't right, then I could probably quite easily distract myself. But if I decide that that's what I'm doing, then that's what I'm doing, and I don't waver from that.
2: Yeah, it's like in a yourself, drive. Bill, <laughs> what what do you what's your preferred method? I do like to have headphones on. Yeah, I like the ones
0: that go into the ears. Okay, so I'm not yeah, faffing about. I'm not yeah. faffing about with headphones then, because yeah. obviously dogs, and one dog in particular, <laughs> uh, <laughs> do I like uh, to join in. Do they? <laughs> the big dog whines. Oh, is a oh, yeah. is a whiny dog. <laughs> yeah. To be honest, and and that's quite distracting for me. Yeah. If I'm if I'm so, if I don't shut, if I sometimes I'll sh- just shut them out of the room. Yeah. Um. So I can do that.
1: Well, my but, cat tends to lie on me when I'm meditating.
0: Lies across <coughs> my chest. <laughs> yeah. See so the little pat, little little dog patch. He will quite happily lie with you and meditate, and actually yeah. loves to have some loves to have healing at the same time. Absolutely. Um. So that's so he's quite a pleasure to have during a meditation. But um, your kid, the big one, is quite restless, uh, wants attention constantly, Mm. has anxiety as well. Yeah. (laughs) So whines constantly, really.
2: I find now and again it's good to do a meditation in pure silence if you can. Yeah. shut the doors, no music, no meditation music or anything. And it takes a lot of sort of practice to get to Mm. that. But now and again, it's good to flex that meditation muscle, so to speak, and just get back to basics with it in pure silence. Yeah. yeah. You know, actually, Glenn, talking about the, the silence there, I would love to experience
0: a flotation tank Oh. that take away all of the senses. Mm-hmm. So there's no sound, there's no sight, you can't smell anything. You're, you're in body temperature water as well. Yeah. So that yeah. weight of the body's... Minimalised. I'd love to experience that for meditation. Yeah. So, oh, Glenn's given us two minutes, Julie. Yeah. <laughs> That's gone quick. That's gone, That's gone
1: quick. Quick today. Yeah. yeah. So,
0: any thoughts on any thoughts on our next episode? Um, well, we've mentioned I know yoga, we've but about uh, yoga, haven't we? So, I'm possibly happy to do some prepare yourself for some yoga. seated
2: yoga, then, Julie.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah.
2: Good. Mm-hmm. That'd be interesting. I could also talk you
1: through the yogic breath as well, because the the breath slightly differs from um, the meditation breath that we've just done there. So I could talk you through the three lobes and the yogic breath as well.
0: Yeah. And then perhaps for the episode after then, because I would like Glenn to be able to perhaps somehow do a demonstration or or something yeah. but perhaps talking about spiritual ability uh, psychic psychic
2: abilities and
0: yeah that sounds great of course i'd love to
2: yeah so connect on some energy you choose energy and see what we can pick up yeah
0: yeah until next time then
2: yes thank you any last words glenn um yes uh, those people that have uh, listened to the show today you know um I would certainly advise you to give it a try if you haven't um, had a meditation before. Persevere with it. Maybe join into the one that Phil has done on the show this evening. Um, but you never know until you don't give it until you give it a go. I think those are the great words, or have I got it wrong way around? I don't know. Brilliant. Give it a you go. Never know unless you try. Yeah, that's right. And good night and God bless. Namaste. God bless and take care, everyone. We'll see you next time. Take care.
0: Thank you for listening and continuing to support the Full Circle Podcast. We would love for you to subscribe and share. Don't forget to find us on our official Facebook page. Until next time, have a good time, all of the time.